Today I'm joined by Gordon Glenister, author of Influencer Marketing Strategy, How to Create Successful Influencer Marketing. Gordon is Global Head of Influencer Marketing for the Branded Content Marketing Association. He runs his own podcast and stars in a small way in a Brazilian documentary about influencer marketing. Welcome, Gordon. Now, there are lots of marketing books out there. What gap in the market does influencer marketing strategy fill? So I, I wrote it because I felt there were lots of individuals, particularly of a slightly older demographic, that perhaps, you know, knew about the word, maybe but really didn't understand it. Um, you know, when you think of influencers, sometimes you think of young women, perhaps on Instagram. And of course, influence marketing doesn't have to be that. It can transcend across all different industries. Uh, so I wanted to give a much more in-depth analysis but not one that's um, overly prescriptive. You know, it's something that would be helpful for individuals, a bit like a compendium. Uh, and I also interviewed lots and lots of people that were right at the top of their game within within the industry to get their perspective. Well, on that point, what exactly makes influencer marketing different from what you might call traditional marketing? It's nothing new, Toby. You know, if you look at word of mouth marketing, we've trusted the opinions of people that we like, trust and know for years and years. Um, it's just somewhat emperor's new clothes on a new a new term, really, uh, more than anything else. Um, but influence, somebody that has the ability to influence is, is an individual that can affect change in behaviour of others, often through trusted opinion, knowledge or content creation. So influencer marketing, therefore, is a process of using individuals to advocate, uh, a promote, uh, educate, inspire your audience or your target audience through their tone of voice rather than just through uh, a single ad. Just before we get on to that, because you've touched on advocates, just before in the book you talk about it being somewhat the Wild West, which I think a lot of people in corporate marketing might recoil from a little. At what stage do you think it is right now? Um, I think it's less wilder <laughs> than it was uh, many um, a few years ago. I mean, if you look at the industry now, is close to sort of $23 billion it's reputed to be, or even bigger when you look at the platforms. Um, and that's that's come from $1.6 billion, you know, in 2000, uh, 2016. So it's actually, it's it's still relatively new. And because there hasn't been uh, um, a lot of best practice around it in those early years. Uh, and people were making money because they were growing audiences very quickly. Uh, there wasn't any regulation. You know, the, the Chart Institute of Marketing and the other industry bodies themselves hadn't really got a grip on it. Um, advertising disclosures were fine in traditional advertising, but how were they going to manage influencers? So it, it almost became embryonic quite quickly. Um, now what we've got is sophisticated tools which allow us to spot um, influencer growth, follower growth rather, and if it if it's um, inauthentic, i.e. it's you know somebody's they're growing their follower base by a modest amount each week or or month and then all of a sudden there's a huge spike well that could indicate that they've bought some followers in some shape or form um and you know there is a lot now information available through to technology to be able to 
uh, analyze data very, very successfully, which from a marketeer is gold dust, of course, but also to spot the, those individuals that don't have high engagement rates and therefore are unlikely to, to be effective when it comes to promoting your product and service. So as we as as those years have developed, so uh, so there's been more sophistication in the sector, which has been good for all. For the business-to-business marketplace, where customer advocates and customer success and so on are a big thing, how do you see the influencer market developing? Well, um, I'm a B2B influencer probably myself, actually, even in the influencer marketing industry. And one of the things I uh, talk about a lot is uh, co-created content. So whether that's white papers, reports, um, I mean, I'll give you an example of one. Um, so there was Talkwalker were a big uh, inf- uh, insights platform, actually. And every year they would they would reach out to about 40, 50 uh, thought leaders within the social media space and ask for their predictions on the following year. Uh, one of those years they asked me, I put a whole piece around video. Uh, they put my picture uh, in the report as well. Now, you can imagine with 30 or 40 other individuals within that report, plus their own analysis, uh, that was a great idea to get huge amounts of exposure. Uh, I don't know the actual number, but I know they had thousands of downloads to that report. Some of that, of course, would have been driven entirely by their own efforts and maybe some paid media. But a high percentage of those would have been because of the influences that they had got within the report that was subsequently shared on their own platforms uh, with the landing page link that Talkwalker had given to us. So that's a very good example of where, you know, by involving influencers in a report and then getting them to share it afterwards can be a great way to uh, um, you know augment your positioning. Uh, and remember, there's two things an influencer really wants financial compensation for the content and the time that they've used to create the content and also something that will allow that will help towards growing their own audience bearing in mind an influencer always need to needs to create content and the more exclusive it can be the higher its value to their audiences um, even things like affiliate discount codes that you can attribute to influencers those are really uh, helpful because what the influencer wants is to nourish their audience. They want to grow their grow their following and do so by bringing in partners and products and services that will help that 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 audience consume content. You have a section in the book all about choosing an influencer. Briefly, what would be your advice to somebody in business to business marketing, particularly technology marketing, about the key things they should look for in an influencer? Well, um, obviously, there are platforms that exist for you to enable that to happen. And if somebody's never done this before, that is not a bad idea or, or because it, it's like anything, isn't it? If you try and do something yourself without necessarily knowing it, you can make mistakes. And one thing I will know is influencer marketing is very successful when done well. <laughs> um so a few things for you to look for is making sure that the individual that you are looking at as a typical influencer, their values resonate with yours. So they have it's not just 
that the content looks like it's the same as yours but uh, scrolling down on their feed if it was instagram or linkedin having a look at some of the stories that they've been posting on and the type of commentary uh, engagement that they're getting Typically, when I run an influencer campaign, I'm always looking for a 3% plus engagement. And bearing in mind, it's only 1.6% on, on Instagram. So I want to find somebody that is really responsive to their audience. They're, they're writing comments back. They're liking. You, you really feel there's a conversation going on. Um, I, I also think that the quality of the content needs to be there and consistent that they are regularly posting, ideally three times a week, um, that they uh, that there's no the, the other big thing, which you can't always find out, by the way, uh, unless you ask for a media pack from them or that you've got access to a tools is the relevance of their followers to the to the content. So if you've got somebody, for example, that's a specialist in AI technology and you think, right, we want to use this influencer, what you want is a, 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 a good percentage of the follower base also having an interest in that area. Give me your best shot. Why would somebody go out and buy your book? Tell us and sell us. I've interviewed lots and lots of people for this book. So in each chapter, you've got 10 takeaway tips. So even if you just read the takeaway tips uh, and not the rest of the chapters, you will get a a huge amount of content plus i've listed a glossary of terms loads of influencer agencies and other content that you can get fantastic thank you gordon glenister i can vouch for the content of his book the, each chapter has a whole set of notes at the end showing all the sources and all the information you might need so thank you very much gordon glenister author of influencer marketing strategy available from all good bookshops and of course amazon thank you very much